National Lunch Table Talk Day. Uh, All your favorite. All right, wait, wait. Hear me out. Hear me out. If you guys would rather call it International Lunch Table Talk, which could be a consideration, uh, we'll be thinking about that. Any thoughts, Aaron Grace? Um, yeah, definitely worldwide. Uh, Lunch Table Talk Day is most fitting. Okay, but aliens exist. So maybe like intergalactic lunch table talk dead. I don't really like those people from like Mars, so I, I think we can keep it. Yeah, yeah. The world. They don't. They don't need to know we about this. We have a huge following in Singapore, so. <laughs> no, we did have like internet. Do we still yeah, have internet? Wasn't like the Netherlands? Mm-hmm. Who from where? I don't know. I don't know, but it says like outside U.S. on the thing. I think. Didn't when you guys hit the podcast, we had like a really large like Finnish like. I have no idea. I, didn't I remember you guys saying that. It was Scandinavia. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't... Which, yeah. It was just like... Was that just like your brother? He wasn't <laughs> as It might have been Michael. <laughs> Shout out, Michael. That's so funny. Um, we should probably... I'm, Introduce this is, ourselves. Uh, summer year, February 28th. It's uh, National Lunch Table Talk Day, International Intergalactic. <laughs> and we uh, record a podcast together, all the former hosts... Um, and that number will just keep on growing as this beautiful club keeps growing. So I'm Jack Gorman. I'm Jensen Jenick. I'm Grace Jenick. I'm Aaron Doherty. And we're missing one. If you guys want to introduce him. Oh. I'm Justin Bros. <laughs> <laughs> and we're sitting here next to uh, Tommy Lacasio and Jill Kepke. Uh, Carol. Carol's not here. <laughs> can really tell who cares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people's priorities are a bit out of line, but <laughs> yeah. no, it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, so let's just get right Can't into it. Everyone care. At <laughs> what age do you think you'll understand wine? Yeah. Solid question. It's it's tough. Jack and I were talking about it. Jack has been talking to me about wine since he was like 12 and a half whoa, years old. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, um, I think he already understands it, <laughs> I know I don't because I, w- I had some wine. <laughs> Sue me. <laughs> I have no idea what it tastes like. All I know is that I think most of them have like an oaky afterbirth. <laughs> Dude, if you've ever been to like, someone told me a really like funny joke that like in Italy, you know how we have like sippy cups when we're little and we have, there's water in them or milk? In Italy, it's just wine for children. So like, we're just behind everyone. I mean... There's no, like, drinking age in, in Europe. Um, but retrospectively, in the United States, like, an average 18-year-old, their knowledge of wine compared to, like, an Italian, it's subpar, to say the yeah. least. It's really humiliating, actually, it to is. be honest. But I to put an age on it, I think, like, 30, you know? I think 30? Well, you're not going to be, like, 25. Uh, no, but I think older. Okay. You think older? Yeah. I was going to say 28. 28, okay. Because by that time, it's like, you have a lot of extra money, you're going to get a splurge on um, yeah, Cabernet, I don't know. I'm just throwing words around. It's Aaron, okay. Aaron no you can, you can tell who the mature ones are, right? <laughs> yeah. Someone knows a little bit too much about wine. <laughs> youngest sibling vibe. Yeah, yeah, no. It's just, I'm the youngest of four. I don't think I will personally understand wine until I'm like 40. I don't know, it's tough. Like, I've been explained... People have explained wine to me, and I still just have no idea what they're talking about as I'm drinking it. It's pretty tough, but uh, I like the taste of it, so I think that's 
I'm get I'm heading in the right direction. As as soon as you start liking the taste of wine, then you're then you're on your way to understanding it. <laughs> so let's give a little uh, life update now that we've talked about wine. It's <laughs> out of the way. Um, so Jensen and I started this club three years ago on the date uh, when we were juniors in high school. Um, wait, four years? Wait, no. Not four years. Four years. 2018. Right? No, you're sophomore no, in college, right? Yeah. Yeah, so three years ago. Three years ago. Yeah. I was right the first time. Well, you guys had one season, two seasons. This is season four. What season year did four? it start? 2019. Yeah, this is 20. the third national election. I believe it's three and a half years at this point. So February of... <laughs> 2019, what? February of 2018. <laughs> it's, the, it's the national lunch table talk. Why would it be half? It's the annual thing of lunch. <laughs> oh, honestly. <laughs> wow, we like, didn't do a lot of preparation for this. But junior year of uh, high school, me and Jensen started this. Um, and there may be listeners now that like don't know that. So that's pretty cool. I think that just shows growth. Um, but now I'm at University of Dayton, religious studies major, psychology minor. It's in Ohio. I want people to go there. Um, it's a cool school, yo. Um, I'm going to second that. Yo. Um, <laughs> but it's, uh, I can say two years into college, I look back on Long Stable Talk, it, like still my fondest memory of high school, even though it was like really only our last year and a half of high school. Um, a lot of people came in together to like create something beautiful. Um, so I'll hand that off to partner in crime, Jensen Jenick here. Yeah, I totally agree with Jack. Uh, lunch table talk. It's just, uh, I didn't think I'd have any lasting legacy at Maine South, but uh, here we are, three years later, doing the same thing that we loved. Um, I'm at Indiana University, studying finance. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, what, you, what you think about that, but uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm having a great time, and yeah. Let's, let's hear it from the younger, the younger folks. So, we were given the blessing of uh, taking over Lunch Table Talk our senior year. And <clears throat> I think we did a pretty good job. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then we passed it on to, to Tommy and Joe over here. <laughs> Forgot your things for a second. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, and then now I go to... IU with Jensen. Um, I'm majoring in fashion merchandising with a minor in marketing and fashion design. Um, And Justin also goes to IU. I'm pretty sure he's finance, but I'm just guessing. He looks like a finance person. (laughs) But now it's Aaron's turn. (laughs) Um, I also go to University of Dayton. Roll yours, baby. Yeah. Um, And I'm a graphic design major, and I'm going to minor in marketing. Um, but yeah, I like our senior year at the first semester when everything was virtual, this was like LTT was like the one thing that was like constant throughout the first semester and like could look forward to the meetings and recording the pods. So, um, yeah, it was like probably my favorite memory from high school, just senior year leading the club Mm -hmm. with bras and grace. It was the greatest gift. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, Tommy's over here texting. <laughs> he doesn't care. You guys want to say words on what, like, 
Yeah, do you get let's, let's hear rep. from the current host about like what? Hi, State of the <laughs> Union, bro. Uh, yeah, I mean, me and Jill were the me and Jill, Caroline, Caroline. You know, she's not here. She doesn't care about the podcast. Yeah, but uh, you know, I, we're glad that we were passed passed down. Uh, we. Last year, we were, we were frequent members of the meetings. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a great day. I remember actually it was the best day of my life. I was talking about this on the earlier <laughs> podcast, the best day of my life, Hawkfest, uh, <laughs> so far. Uh, I was told by these these three, uh, Grace, Aaron, and Justin, that I would be taking over the podcast. <laughs> and so that just made it an even better day. Hawkfest. Uh, I mean, thus <laughs> far. Really peaked it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, can I say something? Yeah. yeah. All right. You guys, uh, podcasts are, they have the beauty of being only audio. I just want to explain, Tommy Lukasi is wearing a Main South hat, <laughs> Main South football sweatshirt, and a Main South pants. You're, I bet you're saying right now, Main South socks? The man is wearing no socks. <laughs> if he was wearing socks, they would have a hawk on it. DI forever, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, but I think we're, I think we have a lot of good ideas for the second semester, I'm actually really excited to record yeah. a couple of the podcasts that we have, in a, in a, um, but also to pick the new people to lead the club next year. Yeah. Um, I think this is always this club has always been out of everything I do like my favorite thing ever. Like coming to the meetings was just like even as like a sophomore, I was like, oh my gosh, kind of nervous, whatever. But <laughs> because it was like all seniors, but um, it was it's like always just been the, the best thing. And like just seeing people who are also in podcast club, it's just a cool tie, cool bond you yeah. have with people. Also, like getting the text from people, like just random people that you like would never. I mean, obviously you expect people to listen to the podcast, but like certain people, you, they just text you. They're like, "Oh, I love this part of the yeah, podcast." Yeah, like I That's love that best. one. Or like when people like reference like the little parts of the pod, mm-hmm. like in in class, and they're like, I don't know, they bring up like one joke I said, and like <laughs> minute like nineteen thirty seven, like it's like yeah, it's so good. I love. Like, I don't know. It's I think just, that's probably my favorite part about it, just getting, like, texts from just people that you wouldn't expect and just, like, a random night. Like, one time, Cole Chikowski <laughs> texted me after a football game at, like, 11.30 one time. Yeah. It's like, yo, this, this podcast is funny. <laughs> um, like, and uh, that was just cool to have that. And there's also, like, people that watch every episode, too, which yeah. is nice. Mr. G, the security guard, watches every mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. I got him to he, start He called me Grace. It. Really? Yeah, he thinks I'm you. <laughs> <laughs> so, hi, hi, Mr. G. Um, my name is Jill. <laughs> I actually got like five security guards at lunch one time to start listening to it because I said that one of them listened to it and they were like, wait, your voice is so familiar. And we've talked about that, me and Aaron, um, about the voice is familiar thing. Yeah. But um, I got a bunch of security guards to watch that. Also, I was going to say something that's super funny about being like a former mem- member of Lunch Table Talk is that I'll tell people that I like ran a podcast club in high school and they're like, What's it about? And I'm like, uh. <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's just, but it, it is. But if you box. if you listen to it, you understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you guys, I'm sure, intended Jensen for it to be lunch table talk. I mean, random stuff. Exactly. That's that's the description. Yeah, like, it's like around. Imagine just, it around the lunch yeah, table. Yeah, the ty- the name of the podcast is what we talk about. Like, yeah, I mean, it's because at the lunch table, I mean, you really never know what's <laughs> what you're gonna talk about. So true. Well, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, let's get back yeah. to it. You should feel grateful for us letting you speak. <laughs> Jack and I pretty much replaced our lunch with recording this podcast, so 
we didn't even have lunch table talk for like <laughs> a year and a half because we just record the podcast during every lunch period. <laughs> but yeah, awesome stuff, awesome stuff. Oh, I want to, one, uh, one of the episodes I've listened to you, uh, steer from you guys is um, Officer Panizo. Um, that like, I had the chills for like half of it because it was just like, you guys were so good at interviewing him and he was just like, an amazing guy. He's yeah. so genuine. He's oh, he is very so genuine. He's listening right now, for sure. <laughs> so hello. Um, but one thing I wanted to share, he shared a story about finding kings on top of the roof. <laughs> that, that was us. <laughs> so that was. Um, you guys know the school across the street from McDonald's? It's like mm-hmm. I think it's back oh, up and running. Yeah. But like when we were in middle school, it was nothing. Like there was no school or anything there. Oh, I know China. Yeah. Um, and like that handyman found us on top of the roof um and i remember there were seven six bikes and seven of us because like i think peter Trelka didn't have a bike and he was like when when officer um Panizo came was that yeah yeah okay when he uh came up peter was like standing back and he was like i could just hop off the back like there's because there's six bikes he would like he wouldn't know and then he didn't end up doing that but looking it's so funny to look back on that just a stupid moment of like yeah, let's go climb this roof. And then, like, you get in trouble. And I was s- petrified. I was so scared. I was like, this is the end. Like, I'm going to get a ticket. I'm going <laughs> to be grounded for months. And then to hear him tell that story, to realize, like, yeah, it's stupid. We went on the roof. We shouldn't have. But it's, like, really no big deal that we yeah. did that. You know, like, he's the nicest guy. And to look that, at that at an older age and to understand him as, like, a human and not just, like, a police officer that can give mm-hmm. us a ticket. Um so that was the one moment made me laugh in the interview. But other than that, that was just like really solid. And his dedication to Ming South is really cool. Um, the fact that he like listened to all the episodes oh, yeah. to like become mm-hmm. acquainted with it. And yeah. the fact that we, all of us sitting here, were like the way he did that mm-hmm. was listening to us talk. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're like, when he told, I had like got such chills when I was listening to that podcast too, when he was talking about, um, like, how I, like, kind of knew him because he, like, came to two of my classes, like, and he, like, talked to me during my classes, and then he, um, and then I was, like, working at Trader Joe's over the summer, and he told the story about how he, like, he was in my line, and I'm, like, checking him out, and then he was, like, he was, like, I've been listening to every single podcast, and I was just, like, the coolest thing ever when he was telling me that I was, like, like, um, going back and, like, listening to Jensen and Jackson and ours, and, like, I don't know, just, like, his whole thing is so cool, and he's such a great person. But, yeah, that was, like, when he told me that, and when I was working, that just, like, made my day. It's, like, the greatest when people tell me that they listen or that they, like, saying anything about the pod is, like, the greatest. Mm-hmm. Along those lines, to get back to tra- tradition, we have TV show, movie, artist. I don't even think it's of the week, maybe of the, the year, of the year uh, according <laughs> to the alum. Of lunch table talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of the alum. So, do you want to start off with TV? Yeah. So, uh, apparently this has already been done, but, uh, I just finished The Peaky Blinders, and it's a great show. It's in, uh, it's about this, like, gang in London in the 20s. It, like, does a great job of, like, tying into, like, actual history, too. But, like, I don't know. It is awesome. I think that the show is just amazing. I love the main character so much. And when any of the main characters are in any kind of trouble in it, like, my heart is beating really <laughs> fast, and I don't want anything to happen. Um, 
but each season kind of has like a different historical event that goes along with what's happening and it just makes it really cool it ties in with like Winston Churchill and like the last season that I just watched was tied into like fascism like the rise of fascism but yeah it's just really cool I'd recommend it to anyone but turn on subtitles when you're watching it because you can't understand anything that they're saying. <laughs> yeah. Me and you had a conversation about, because this year at Hall- Halloween, I was walking around Dayton, and there's, like, they had a good group, like, eight guys with, like, the down coats and the hats, yeah. and they looked amazing. And then I said that to you, and you said you're, you want to do that next year with your friends. Because if you've ever seen, like, look up Google Peaky Blinders, they have, they just look amazing all the time. You know, three-piece suits. Mm-hmm. Um, what are those hats called? Peaky caps or peaky. Yeah, like I think they're like kind of called like paper boy caps or something. But yeah. I don't know. They're just like I don't know what to call them. Warm to Deca though. Joey and I uh, won at Deca wearing those. Oh, hats. I forgot <laughs> about that. That's so. Oh, I miss Deca. That's legendary. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, were you guys artists of the week? Um, yeah. Uh, so. Artist of the week is the Backseat Lovers. Um, they're like an indie rock band. Uh, there's four people in the band, and they're from Utah. Um, and I listened to them a lot recently. And the song probably like everyone has has heard from them is like "Kill Me Girl." Um, I think like everyone would like know that song. Um, but they're really great. It's really like. Kind of, like, chill, but, like, rock and, like, the instrumentals are really good. Um, I know Jack's a big fan, too. Big fan. Going to see them. By the time this podcast is out, I, had, I will have seen them in <laughs> February. Um, they're, like, very musically talented. If you listen, They just dropped in a live album, and, like, every one of their songs just ends with, like, an epic jam. So they're, they're really good. They have a lot of, like, acoustic stuff on YouTube, if you're into that. They just uh, kind of break down their songs, and it's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, they're like their music videos are so cool. There's one of them. I think it's just like the acoustic version of one of their songs, and it's them like playing it on a boat in like a lake, and it's just like them on a boat, and it's just like the camera set up, and they're just like going through the water. And I was watching it. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. You need to listen to that because like it's maple syrup is the song okay, yeah. that they're playing on the boat, and like sun setting. But oh. if you just like the drum. And I don't know why, but the drum in that song, he's so talented. Because, like, you listen to it, and he just keeps the the entire time perfectly. And they're very uh, cohesive. I highly recommend, like, look up Maple Syrup, Acoustic, Backseat Lovers. That video will, I mean, just calm you wherever you are in life. <laughs> what a song. In that movie of the week. Uh, I did not think I was doing Oh, I thought I was, but you gave the mic. Um, I watched Rain Man last night, uh, courtesy of Jason Kaprowski, Coach Kaprow. Uh, me and Jensen actually got dinner with him last night, um, and he told me to watch Rain Man, and I really took it to heart. I did it right when we got here, <laughs> when I got home. Um, but I've talked about this before, but I really admire people who play, people like who act um, with special needs, because it just like really is a cool thing. We've talked about what's even Gilbert Grape before, where Leonardo DiCaprio uh, plays a boy with autism. Forget this name, this uh, actor's name that was in Raymond, uh, but his name's Raymond in the movie, and he plays someone with pretty severe autism, but like is genius. 
and the movie came out in like the 90s and like no one knew anything about like autism back then um so it was really cool to see that and to like see Tom Cruise's character kind of like yeah he like interacted with him at first and was really pissed at him that he had autism because it's like why are you acting this way like come on aren't you just like are you messing with me what's going on and then by the end of the movie it's just like it's not like a spoiler but there's just peace that's found with it um highly recommend that movie it's pretty cool like oh good movie has anyone seen that movie i have not seen that Do you want movie to say a word on it jill Hi, it's Jill. Um, I watched that movie uh, last year during quarantine. I think it was like, the first movie I watched during quarantine. Um, I was on a little bit of a movie kick, you know, and um, it was really good. Like I, I remember crying at the like at the at the very end, um, the train, the train part. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, it's really cool. I agree with Jack. Just like I don't know, like for it just like it's just cool to see people like display. Um, things in like a respectful way mm-hmm. you know just i don't know it was it was awesome watch it <laughs> it's on netflix too yeah. easy to watch all right next question would <laughs> it's for everyone I mess up it. <laughs> yeah, we know about it. <laughs> wait hold up what's food of the week <laughs> oh i mean you didn't do anything grace do you have one? Ooh, food of the week well i just had some toast with some butter on it and that was pretty good um so <laughs> Let's talk about what you said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. You want to Tommy had a that? great okay. comment earlier. Okay. So, Jill, what was the name called? The name of the game called again? Taboo. Taboo. Okay. So, <laughs> I believe we actually talked about this on our, like, we probably did. Yeah, a couple, couple podcasts ago. So, the game is called Taboo. Uh, me and Jill and a couple of our friends were playing it. Uh, I believe it was on New Year's Day. Uh, you get a card. It has a, a word on the top of it. Uh, and there's four words underneath it. So the word on the top of it, you have to get your team to guess, and the but you cannot say the four words underneath that word. So like for example, one of them was like, uh, let's say the word was saxophone. Like you can't like you can't say the word instrument, or else you lose a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only it's negative one points, so it's 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 worse actually than not getting it. Mm-hmm. So math. I got toast. Go blue devils. Roll devils. <laughs> so, so I got toast. Doesn't work. Uh, and I told, and so it, obviously you couldn't say a couple words. So, but my description was, you eat this for breakfast. No, I said I think I said you have this for breakfast. You couldn't say eat. You have this for breakfast. You put it in a machine, <laughs> and it was one thing before, and it becomes another. Okay, so my idea was that it starts as bread, becomes toast, you know. So I guess in the comments of the Instagram post, just let me know if you would have been able to guess that, like because some people don't think that you could have. I think. That you so are you saying? Know. Are you saying they're two different things? I'm saying yes, yes. yes I'm saying that different because you call them different things. At first, you have a loaf of bread. You're not just gonna call that toast. Mm, you toast it, <laughs> then it's toast. You know what I'm saying? It's still bread when it's toast. Agreed. But it's not toast when it's bread, you know? Oh, it's like a square rectangle. Yeah. I think it's still toast when it's bread. When you, just in a when, let's say in you a got a nice way. vacation down in Florida, and you get a little tan, you're still Tommy. You're just tan Tommy. <laughs> yes. Toasted bread. But the previous Tommy was not tan Tommy. Yeah, it's just Tommy. Yes. So now you're tan Tommy. Yes. <laughs> Your essence is Tommy, though. So bread that is toasted, it's essence. 
is toast. Yeah, it's bread. It's bread. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. You almost just proved my point. Uh, well, let's. I mean, I still want to. I still think that that should have been guessed. I ended up having to skip that card. So, you know who would have a strong opinion on this? Who? Coach K Pro. He would. He would. Don't you think? Is it is it toast? I I mean I think so. No, like is the is the answer to your question? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Obviously, I got, that's, I got it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but yeah, so that happened. Please. Is it still one two three? Be recording. Oh, <laughs> respirator. I'm trying to see if the password is still the same. Yes. Oh, we're good. All right, good to go. Um, <laughs> sorry, we're just amateurs here. <laughs> no, that was actually exciting to watch, not me putting in the password of this computer. <laughs> um, so the question that me and Jensen came up together was, uh, what do you live in Antarctica? I guess we should come up, like, what are you doing in Antarctica? Where are you going? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? On so you, okay, so the basis of the question is you go to Antarctica for six months, you get paid $25,000. Like, at the end of the six months, you walk away of $25,000. Would you do it? Let's say you're working, Jensen was like, you're working on a ship. You're doing some kind of labor, but it's not like intensive, but you're living in Antarctica. I said 100% yes, because, <laughs> I don't know, I would probably go for less than 25000 for six months of your life, why not experience it? You know, nobody ever goes to Antarctica. You could probably see some pretty cool stuff. Um, yeah, I don't see why not. I think I would too. I'd probably, I'd probably do that for free. <laughs> free? Yeah. Okay, now that's a little. <laughs> no, that's uh, extreme. That's yeah, extreme. I don't no. believe you. I, I really don't. Okay, but free. <laughs> it's a new experience. By free, do you mean yeah. like? Can't pay me. <laughs> you break even, like you, like food and. Yeah, yeah, I'm not paying. Like so I'm not paying. So basically, you live at like break even for six months. Yeah, like they're giving me a free trip to Antarctica. I would do it for a free trip to Antarctica. Mm-hmm. I would take that trip. But we're offering yeah, you twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> well, I would also. Yeah. Take <laughs> yeah, Grace was like, yeah, uh, I don't want the, I don't want the money. <laughs> no, but I think if okay. you, if someone offered me a, a free trip, I would take it. Here's another part of the but question. I would also There's take a money. chance <laughs> that the method of transportation that's gonna bring you home. We're going to give you a 75% chance that you get home on time in six months and a 25% chance that it takes a whole nother year because you have no communication. Okay, also, you don't have a phone. You don't have any outside communication. I'm not doing this. Do you not want us to go? Wait, human interaction? No. You work with people. There's people there. You can do a little community, but you don't have a phone. Okay, here's something to like a little incentive. The man you live with, just imagine this. Right? The man you live with, you live in a little like log cabin, like fire's always going, cigars are on tap, you know, and he's just like a bearded, white bearded man, you know, he just like has a one of those hacks we were talking about. Um, and he just like teaches you the way of life, you know, like living off the land. His name is Robert. Seamus. Seamus is much better than <laughs> So imagine that. Put that in your head. That's who you're living with. And like, literally, imagine like being able to live off the land. You come back to Chicago and you're just like, you guys are all imbeciles. You don't, yeah. you don't know what you're doing. And you got paid 25000 for it. Aaron Doherty, let's hear your case. Initially, I was like, there is no way I will possibly be going. But I think I've been persuaded. Because initially I was like, 
I thought I was alone in Antarctica. I'm like, what am I going to do for six months? I'm going to rot inside of my house. I'm not going to go outside because it's going to be really, really cold. But I decided that before I would definitely invest in some high-tech um, coats, and etc. And then... And this old man sounds really fun. Shame, shame. Shame, shame. sorry. Um, okay, but also keep in mind that Antarctica is unpredictable. You don't know what's going to be the polar bear <laughs> coming at you. Penguins are not friendly. <laughs> Do you not want us to go, Jensen? No, yeah. no, no. I just want to... See, like, we're, we're making it sound like it's some, like, dandy trip where there's nothing <laughs> that could possibly hurt you, but... Seamus will break you. <laughs> <laughs> you might not be ready for Seamus. <laughs> so, keep that in mind. I'm not... See, I'm not telling you that you shouldn't go. I would still go... Even with all of those factors, but you gotta think about the unpredictability, the Antarctic circle. Seamus. I mean, I feel like uh, through time, Seamus would become like my my great uncle, my like, <laughs> my long lost great uncle, or like my third grandpa. And like I think, and then this would be like someone that I talk about for the rest of my life. Is that I got really close with this person, and we were in Antarctica together. And we were fighting polar bears off, <laughs> and so we had to, yeah, and we had to forge for water, and it was really intense. And so this will be a great story when I'm older. Yeah, I love it. But you're never gonna see Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Seamus disappears from your life. People could think that you're making it up, and that you were just hallucinating the whole time. Have you guys read uh, Lord of the Rings? No. I'm, I'm like just reading it now, and. I'm thinking of anyone out there who's listening, Gandalf is what comes to mind when I think of Seamus. <laughs> I hope someone out there appreciates it. I think they will. Um, so we got four yeses. I say yes. I what say about yes. You guys, yes. comments? No. I would not. Tommy's the one. No. Wait, yes. is that surprising? I just You're giving me, you know, $25,000 to go to Antarctica. I mean, like, right now, I could not make $25,000 in six months. But I feel like out of college, I could probably get a job that pays $25,000. Uh, and, and you sit in an office and learn how to sit. Uh, <laughs> yes, but I'm also um, but I'm also not cold when I do that. You know, I, I really, really, Shamus. really don't Shamus like. Shamus will keep you warm. <laughs> you, know you know what, Tommy? I'm glad that you wouldn't go because Seamus would not like. You. <laughs> <laughs> Jill, I would go. Um, I actually want to go to Antarctica. Uh, right now, now. <laughs> so yeah sounds, sounds like a fun time <laughs> wait, wait how would you get there though would you take like a helicopter <laughs> there's no flights to Antarctica you now you're just asking too many that <laughs> <laughs> just figured out you better like, cut off imagine a plane trying to fly to Antarctica it would literally just get imagine a plane going up in the air and it just hits like a a block in the in the, in the, in the air and just goes straight down <laughs> okay got it what like it just can't get there that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. It couldn't get there. Also, another thing, at the end of your six months, the way you get off the island, off the island is you have to go for a 20-minute swim with Seamus in the water. <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. Ah, <laughs> uh, Seamus. Actually, I've become too emotionally attached to Seamus. <laughs> Me too. 
now that now that I realize you're just a figment of our imagination, <laughs> yeah. like I I'm already like, kind of I've attached to shit. This is fine. Real in my mind, like I could do this, but I can't. And it sucks. <laughs> so my brother, do you want to say something? I was gonna say right now how I'm picturing Seamus in my head is he looks like Santa Claus. Okay, <laughs> yes. Yes. okay, so funny you say that. My brother, he might be Santa. Might be what we're explaining. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on everyone. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe Seamus is his cover up. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> Santa. 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 Um, <laughs> my brother Michael studied abroad in Copenhagen, Denmark before um, <laughs> he was, uh, when he was a uh, junior. Um, and like he's just like a oddball. He's similar to Pat Doherty. Um, they just like kind of seem to find their way and like do things. Um, and he, he met an old man that had a sailboat in Copenhagen. And he went on the boat with him. And actually like, it's kind of a shameless situation, you know? Like, yeah. My brother just like a American from Chicago doesn't know like sailboats and on like outside of Copenhagen, and he just, like, took him on his boat, and that's a shameless situation, you know? Mm-hmm. And you gotta look those up. would do the same thing, I think. I, uh, I never read, uh, Into the Wild in high school, it's a great but book. I decided to read it, uh, like, last week, and, you know, this is just giving me all the Into the Wild transcendentalism vibes, mm-hmm. like, I'm really vibing with the whole thing of just, like, disappearing for a while, <laughs> and... You know, if I end up rotting in Alaska, it, so be it. <laughs> no, you don't. We won't be too junk. Okay, but real talk, real talk. There's such a pressure in the United States to, like, high school, four-year degree, job. And in meeting some other people, not that I'm meeting, like, the world in Ohio, but, like, I don't know, I've just met some people that took gap years or, like, definitely aren't going to get a job right out of college. And, like, go to Antarctica for six months with Jameis. That's Jameis, you know? Yeah. It just, like... Jameis Winston. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I think they're... Uh, especially in Park Ridge, there's a lot of pressure. Like, undoubtedly, you know, to uh, make money as soon as you're 23 years old. Which is, uh, you know, the job will be there when you're 25. Um, just some encouragement from a some people that don't really know what they're talking about. But <laughs> yeah. Hopefully do at some point. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think as you get older, you know, the whole stigma around doing everything that everyone else is doing gets old real fast, and you don't want to do that. So keep an open mind. All right. Uh, <laughs> Goodbye, Shameless. Do you like shoveling? That's a do really I like a good question. Obviously, you Tommy know. doesn't like shoveling. <laughs> yeah, so that means everyone else does like it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I wouldn't say I like look forward to shoveling, but I wouldn't say that my time shoveling is unenjoyable, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I have one story. Jack and I shoveled my grandma's driveway. Oh my he was God. very nice to uh, help me out with that, but she has a long driveway. It was our junior year, and... It was, like, a terrible snow. Like, there had to be... There was a lot of snow, and it was, like, wet, too. And it was, like, the length of your driveway. Yeah. yeah, and after it, we were, like... We had Tumble Tea and TBC at the time, and after it, we were, like... Tumble Tea would be, like, dude, you guys just got a pretty good work. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we did that driveway, and it probably took us, like, an hour and a half to two hours straight of just, like, shoveling. Mm-hmm. And 
I don't know. It was a time well spent. And we did. We did someone else's right before. Yeah. We, we did mine. We did, uh, we did Rennell's after, too. Oh, because he asked for help. Yeah. You know, that's so cool, though. Like, I guess I romanticized shoveling, because, like, <laughs> like, last week, when did we get the snow? Like, last week? A couple yeah, days after week. Christmas? Um, everyone's, like, a little COVID right now, a little scared. Like, my neighbors, we're pretty close with our neighbors, and they had COVID, so we weren't able to see them. But then it started snowing, and, like, everyone was just, like, so excited to go shovel, and we got to, like, talk to our neighbors across mm-hmm. the lawn, and, like, you, I looked down, and it was, like, out of, like, a Hallmark movie, I looked down, and, like, everyone was shoveling on our block, and just, like, waving to each other, sledding, talking, um, so I wrote that question down, because I, I really like shoveling, I think it was a, yeah. last week it was a way to see people, Tommy Love. Why would you not use a snowblower? <laughs> That's Get such a question here. that you would ask. I didn't know. Hey, coming from, I might have just hit something. No, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Okay. Um, coming from a family of four boys, funny that you asked that question. Because growing up, <laughs> I have three boys in my family. Growing up, my dad refused to buy it because he wanted us to shovel. Now that I'm at college and my other brothers uh, and my sister, she shovels too. Now that we're all gone, he has bought a snowblower. But whenever we're home, we, okay. just, we still shovel. Okay. I guess tradition. Okay. Have you, how many times have you shoveled a driveway in your life, Tommy? A lot. Okay. And I think, I think that's actually the problem. Like, I've shoveled, like, <laughs> so many times that, like, I don't want to do it anymore. Like, it's just... And, like, I see it as a chore. Because it's not like I'm going outside like you probably do and just shovel. Like, I'm, it's like my dad. I'm just laying down, chilling, watching, like, a college basketball game. And then my dad's like, get up, you're shoveling the driveway. <laughs> like, that's not something that I want to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. that's logical I say okay. when it's forced it's not as good either yeah like shoveling's just not quite as good when it's forced but I was gonna say I've shoveled like the largest snow last year Jensen wasn't home to shovel Nani's driveway <laughs> and I shoveled it with one of my friends and it's like two like two girls and that's a legit driveway you guys have shoveled that and there was a lot of snow and it was every every time you would shovel it it was so heavy and, like, you could barely pick it up. And it probably took us, like, three to four hours of not getting it all. When you just, like, if you could just throw in some earbuds and start shoveling, like, it's dangerous picture. how long it takes in the amount of songs you've listened to, it seems like it's going by so much faster. Because you're, like, two songs in and you're like, oh, I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm almost done. But you're actually not. Well, you remember when Dad lost his earbud in... Nani's snow wall shoveling. Uh, <laughs> the, the best <laughs> thing we do, I think, is power washing. I think that's awesome. Like, mm-hmm. like had headphones in. I've never done that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> power washing, like a house, mm-hmm. just like a like a fence like a or, rug or, or, or a driveway or something like that. Yeah. I'd power wash a rug. Satisfying. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent satisfying. Never done that before. I I would like to. I've watched someone power wash before, and it's it awesome. looked very satisfying. Yeah. Question for you guys. Do you guys listen to your episodes when they drop? Yeah. Um, the ones... I listen to, like, parts of the ones that we host, but I listen to all, like, the guest hosts again. And then interviews again. But I only listen to, like, some of ours. Like, the ones that I really want to go back and, like, listen to funny stories or something. No. Yeah. Did you guys? Um, I think same as Jill. Like, if I wasn't in the room for one of them, I wouldn't. I would listen to it, but for the most part, I wouldn't, you know, because it's like... Yeah, I wouldn't either. I feel like every time something dropped, we were already working on, like, the next one, so it's just, like, all the intention was there. 
I had the equipment too when we did the podcast, so I was at mm-hmm. every podcast, like we're like oh, every sweet. single one. So I, I never really felt the need to like listen to it again. But sometimes I would just to like, I would listen to like at, at the end of the year I started to like, kind of listen to the beginning ones just to see like the difference between then and now, which was actually kind of cool. Yeah, but, I didn't listen to any of ours because I was always there, but uh, I have gone back and listened to some like recently and you just get like so nostalgic yeah i think that's so cool it's like one of the coolest things i don't know if anyone listening to this is familiar with jack and i's like guitar and chats but those are like i get emotional when i listen to (laughs) this like uh the one where joey comes on and like sings Mm -hmm. led zeppelin while i'm playing it I'm like, oh my god, this was so fun. Mm-hmm. And my dad's, like, banging like, the tambourine, like, really loud. <laughs> that was so funny to watch everybody. I don't know, like, everyone who's listened to that, that was probably one of the funniest things I've ever watched in my life. It was, like, it was so fun, too. Like, everyone's having such a great time. We just, like, as senior year went along, Jack and I just lost all of our, like, insecurities, it felt like, and we were just able to do whatever we wanted and felt, like, confident in it awesome and isn't it amazing how like you you have insecurities because you want to please other people so that's why you have insecurities but then right when you drop all the insecurities and you're just authentic you please people so much more yeah because like people are attracted to like authenticity mm-hmm. and i i think you could hear that in our podcast um and that's so right like by the end of senior year like <laughs> probably made some people upset with just like how goofy we are and yeah. like how we how much we didn't give a crap but like yeah. um i think for the most part especially for our, our listeners it was uh probably good to hear i like the first like two months of recording i would like go back and like listen to them but then i just like it'd be like fun to listen to like the fun parts but then like since it was like the start of our like podcasting there'd be like just like obviously like bad parts where it's like oh, we're yeah. new to podcasting so it's like it was, like, tough to, like, listen to, yeah. and so then I, like, stopped, and I'm like, this is not good for me, I should not be listening to this anymore, so then I, like, stopped, but then I've, like, gone back and listened to, um, the ones towards, like, the end of ours, and, like, listening to them is just, like, so cool, and I was, like, um, like, two months ago, I was listening, I, like, had listened to the most recent pods, and then it brought me to, like, the first ever one that you guys dropped, which was the Kevin McNulty, oh. or, yeah, Kevin McNulty interview. Oh, yeah. And yeah, must listen to. that interview is so good. So I'm, like, listening to this interview. I'm just, like, chilling, and I, um, I'm on my phone, and I'm, like, looking through Instagram stories, and while I'm listening to Kevin McNulty, and I, and then, like, Kevin McNulty posts on his Instagram story something about, oh. like, him getting, like, an internship or something. And so I was like, hmm, if I knew that, like, three years later someone was still listening to a podcast, and that would make me happy. So then I slid up, I'm like, hey, just want to let you know I'm currently <laughs> listening to your podcast from LTT from Jack and Jensen's interview. And then he was like, and it's like a DM, so I was like, <laughs> I just like slid in there, and then, but then he responded, and he's like, he's like, oh, that's so awesome, like with Jack and Jensen, I'm like, yeah, he's like, cool to hear, I'm like, I hope that made your day, because I put myself out here. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, 
me and Aaron in the beginning of the podcast, I feel like we were such hardos, like, about everything, like, regarding the podcast, like, we wanted it to be perfect, and then also, if you're not used to making a podcast, and I'm sure, like, everyone here understands that, you just, like, you listen to it, and you kind of just overanalyze, like, your little mistakes, and that's why, like, me and Aaron had that whole guest host guidelines thing written Mm -hmm. out, and, like, we would, like, coach everyone up, because, like, we wanted people to feel more comfortable, but, like, that's such a weird feeling to, like, l- like listen to your first couple ones. And I was just totally like, wow, this just sucks. But then by the end of the year, I was like, we were so much better and we were, like, more comfortable on the, like, on the pod that I would listen to those and I'd be like, wow, that's just funny. Like, it, you look back on it a lot fonder after you've kind of, like, grown into your own skin podcast-wise. <laughs> I can't wait for the day that, like... We're all like 25, 30, when I we know. understand wine, you know, and uh, <laughs> we understand wine. we're able to like sit back, drink, a, have a glass of wine, and like, <laughs> just imagine listening to like, um, our total bad moves podcast. Yeah. Oh, that was so, so good. good. Or like any of your guys, like really good ones, was, or any of your guys, your like, oh, the hottest takes is my favorite. Hottest, hottest takes. takes. The food ones, good. Yeah, I liked Hottest Takes a lot. My also, favorite reviewer was Emerson Merce. Yeah, I was going to say oh, Emerson Merce. Emerson Merce was, so, was so good. That was heated. That was so, <laughs> that was so, so good. good. That would like really like, people like got very upset over that. I know. <laughs> like, we really yeah, we like, had, like, twisted we, some like, people. Yeah, we stirred the pot with that one. No, yeah, <laughs> like we were like really going after people. like, And I had no mercy. Remember, I had none at all. Remember Main South 21 College? Oh my god. That was so funny. We called some people out. Like, I would like lay down my deep like conspiracy theories. I'm like, this person, I just know it to them. Like, I would like be going for people. <laughs> no, yeah, I feel I feel like your guys was way more like heated than ours was. Yeah, our, Jack and I were just like coming up with these like little things that you don't really think about, but when you realize them, you're like, oh my god, yeah. But you guys were like <laughs> well, I think it's because of like the two girl and one guy dynamic too. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like now we have that this year too. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that dynamic, and you guys are were friends too before. Like we weren't like we knew each other, but like not that well. So I feel like by the end, <laughs> it just made the dynamic so much different. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Jack and I had like any disagreements on the podcast. Now that I think about it, all of ours were just like chill like, yeah it was very yeah. much like a we had some heated ones. yeah bro let's talk about this bro yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. we had some controversial conversations too yeah, yeah it's what happens this is if this if it doesn't happen here where is it gonna happen that's yeah, true, yeah. It's, it's a beautiful it's a, thing it's the best place to stir the pot it is it is and i don't know if you guys like walking into college that um I get, like, two reactions when I, like, I don't walk around saying I started a podcast in high school, but if someone sees my, like, resume or just comes up in conversation, there's two reactions. The first one, oh, nice, you started a podcast just like everyone else, like, in the last 10 years, (laughs) or the second one is, like, that is sick, explain it, and then, like, explaining that, because everyone's like, oh, do you still have it? And it's like, no, that, like, lives at me, so, Mm -hmm. you know, it gets passed down, and that really, like, um, it's just cool, because we could have just, like, kept it going, you know, FaceTime from yeah. IU, but that would have sucked. Like, it, it wouldn't have been as good as, like, yeah. you guys doing it, and now you guys doing it. Who is ever after you and 
hopefully 10 years down the road, mm-hmm. some kids we don't even know, like getting so much joy out of it mm-hmm. and that vibe stick in there, like mm-hmm. really just makes it a, an entity of it as of its own, you know? I have a question. When people ask you, like, if you're talking about the podcast and people ask you what's it about, what do you say? I don't know. We kind of had that little discussion, but the title of the podcast is just what it is. It's like, imagine yourself at a lunch table just talking about stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. you never... Yeah. There's always just random topics that... I mean, I think there's more argument at a lunch table, but, like... You just start talking about random stuff at a lunch table with your friends, and the conversation just goes, and that's what, at least Jack and I, that's what we wanted. It was just like, we just want to have a a cool conversation about something. And in terms of like, uh, we were talking about like when we started, like me and Jackson started, when you guys started, when you guys started, it was like very blocky, you know, because I got to ask them all these questions, we have to like talk about all these points. But that's not like a, that's not how you talk at lunch, you know? Mm-hmm. The way you talk at lunch is like if someone brings up something that's way out of right field and is not written on your paper, is not like anywhere, can you flow with it? Mm-hmm. And I think that's by the end of the, everyone like hosting a podcast, you understand that that is a lot more important than like following the script. Like you were saying, Grace, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that probably makes it hard to explain to people because it's just like, you know, whatever yeah. the person is yeah. inter- I'm interviewing, whatever they want to talk about, we're going to mm-hmm. talk about it, so... Yeah, that's what I was, I was, I only asked that because I find it so hard to explain to people, like, not, like, because it's about so many things and I want to be able to say that, <laughs> but it's, like, it's also about everything. Yeah. yeah, I think it's about Make South, you know? If you yeah. don't go to Make South, if you're not from Park Ridge, it'd probably be confusing to listen to because of, like, Emerson vs. Lincoln, some kid from IU or Finland. Dayton or Finland. Finland. Yeah, we have Finland. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, probably wouldn't understand that. Wait, yeah, talk about yeah. that. The kids are the ways of exchange shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, we actually uh, interviewed him yesterday. The podcast is out. Yeah. Oh, uh, so, go, go give it a listen if you haven't already. I know it's February. Is it 18th? 20th. 20th. I knew I had an eight in it. Uh, so, hey. uh, but yeah, that was Noah. Noah's a really... Really cool guy. I mean, so we cool. we were talking about after how much we could have just sat down and talked with him for a very long time, and the fact that he's he's so like it's crazy the amount of people that like know him that are friends with him. Like mm-hmm. he is talking to everybody. He's literally everywhere in the school. Like he he talked about yesterday how he joined the football team, uh, but like he also I think he said he went to like a theater. He went production. he went to the fall play practice like for a week. Yeah, so like he just does all that stuff, and he's friends with so many people. It's honestly just so cool to see because like it's so easy for one of those people, foreign exchange, and just like not have friends and just have a terrible experience. But like, I mean, he obviously made the most of it. I think it's just a a testament to who he is, also. Yeah, um, that was just it was. I don't know. We were all so I was so interested. I really wanted to hear from this kid from Finland. I was like, well, what are they? What does he think about? Our school, because I feel like everyone in Maine South is like, oh, they kind of like know the vibe, like get it. Even when you're a freshman, you're kind of, you kind of like understand like just how things go and stuff. But he like came into it as a senior and like around all these kids who are seniors who like know it so well and stuff. And um, yeah, I don't know. It was was awesome getting to hear from him. He's he's a such a cool guy too. Like awesome. Shout out Noah. Yeah. That's sweet. That's really cool. Is he a senior? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. 
Um, and it is interesting in that regard. Like, everyone probably has older siblings that went to the South, and I'm assuming he doesn't. <laughs> so it's just like you're walking into this with, like, a clean slate. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it was really interesting to talk to, talk to him. Um, yeah. So last question. <laughs> One of the last. What's your guys' least favorite college? Second part of that question, why do? <laughs> I was going to say We're kidding, Tommy. Yeah. Nice job. Thank you. No Congratulations. Thank you. Real, talk, say, real talk, real talk. I forgot real to talk. say that because I was too focused on the fact that you didn't go to IU or Dayton. Yeah. 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 So you're like I mean, breaking the legacy we chill. had going. I'm sorry. And Carol. You guys need to keep it going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least one of you has to go to IU. Yeah, so you two figure I'll that out. I'll get on that. Oh, <laughs> legendary thing happened this fall. Me, Aaron, and uh, Brennan Mullen, you know, we just kind of carried him along, uh, visited IU, and we saw Justin for a hot second, but we got to... <laughs> we, wait, no, I didn't even see him. I don't yeah, think. you didn't? I, I tried to get him over there, but he was he was busy. I saw he him, was, but not when we were together, but us four were together. Yeah, we got a little picture in a good reunion at IU, yeah. which like we talked about when we weren't like yeah. prior to that. And I think you guys are coming to Dayton this semester, hopefully. Yeah. So you guys sure. will be invited once <laughs> once your lunch table talk alums. Yeah. <laughs> but not right now. And we're not coming to North Carolina. So <laughs> don't even think that. Going to be caught dead, dude. <laughs> I'll go to UMC any day of the week. <laughs> but in reality, my least favorite college is by far Notre Dame, and I can't talk about it much more without swearing. So. <laughs> okay, dude, uh, one point. The way Brian Kelly laughs, it just shows who that man is. Yeah. <laughs> you like, how long was the meeting with the players? 10 minutes. 10? 11, 11. 11 minutes. Yeah. Hey, guys, I'm going to leave now. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's not the way I wanted it to happen, but... <laughs> and then he goes, where's he? LSU. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he has, like, a southern accent, says he loves Louisiana, and, like... You know, he, you know, he, he like, he admitted to faking that accent. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, Brian Kelly. Well, uh, if I if I can be thankful for one thing in uh, 2021, it was that I got to witness Notre Dame choke. In their bowl game against Oklahoma yeah, State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the uh, largest comeback ever in the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, just great to see. Like, awesome. Yeah. Just awesome stuff to watch. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I'll leave it there. Maybe some closing remarks. Um, I don't want to say, like... I don't know. What are closing remarks? What do you want to happen in the next year for LTT? Or just, like... Yeah, yeah, that's good. Do you like that? I don't <laughs> know if we can, point. like... I do. Dictate that. What do you hope about the next, the future hosts? Like, not not us, but... See, I think the way that's I would say it is the vibe to stay. Mm-hmm. Which, like, the vibe, as much as, like, it was... Um, you can look at it and say it was created by me and Jensen, but I think, really, the vibe was, like, created within the club. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, like, happened. Um, so I, like the vibe to stay, but also like you guys podcast year was so different than ours. Mm-hmm. This year is so different than theirs and ours. So to have that difference and like have the host do what they want to do, but also like keep the vibe and, uh, keep it open. Like I just want to talk is somewhere everyone can go. Mm-hmm. And I think that was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to establish something like that and keep it like that, but I hope that's the case always. Yeah, I just hope that they're like us. It was, you know, rain, shine, quarantine, anything. 
podcast is still going to be released on Monday. And I just have, like, a flashback to just sitting outside on, like, those beautiful days during quarantine and just, like, recording a podcast with the wind chime in the background. Yeah. It's just, like... Those are awesome. Just a beautiful thing. So, yeah, I just hope everyone... Just hope the people love it as much as we do, you know? Yeah, I, I feel like, for me, I just hope that Lunch Table Talk is... For me, Lunch Table Talk was really just, like, my aspect of Maine South that was, like, such an escape from, like, everything else. Like, it was so, like, relatively stress-free and, like, fun. And, like, I would walk into club meetings and just be, like happy like I was happy to be with a good group of people who cared about the podcast whether they listened to it or not (laughs) but like they just wanted to hear what we had to say and stuff and like I hope it just kind of stays like that where it's kind of more an escape and not something that's like that feels stressful in any way or like it needs to be a certain way you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah I like agree with all that and like, it's, like, LTT is just so different from, like, any other club. Like, you go to any other club meeting, and, like, you're not, like, getting into an argument, argument like, screaming match about which is, like, the best of this certain pizza topping or something, like, really <laughs> absurd that you get, like, feel really passionately about. Like, there's just, like, something about, like, the meetings that are so special. Like, it's just so unique. And, like, I feel like everyone that comes to the meetings, at least, like, for our year, it was, like, um like, just genuine, nice people that, like, everyone is there just, like, have a fun time, and maybe record a pod, get on a guest host, and, like, um, like, being able to, like, lead it was so awesome, and, like, I just hope that the, the vibe stays, and, like, um, yeah, like, just the traditions and everything continue. that might be it for this year folks um and i think the overarching goal of lunch table talk is just for if we're here next year at the same time recording podcast that means things are good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. next uh yeah next that thank you for listening <laughs> signing off mm-hmm. bye 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 everyone see Goodbye. you next year see ya